Opa Gundam style, everybody. My name is Phoenix, and I use they, them pronouns, and welcome back to Wow Cool Robot. Hi, I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. And as mentioned, this is Wow Cool Robot. We're fucking back at it. I don't have to plan a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh uh, tournament anymore. I'm free again. Time to eat some cereal and check on my favorite lighthearted Gundam show. Uh-oh! Yeah. I mean, um, things have been kind of getting a bit chaotic in my life, so I was, so I have been a bit thankful for having the break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're back at it. We're here to bring some pristine vibes to uh, yeah. this increasingly dark television anime TV show. Yeah. It's fucking... I, I will say, so we're recording this like a little bit late. Uh, episode 20 has been released as of this point. And, you know, not to count my chickens before they hatch, but this is shaping up to be a fucking tremendous Gundam show. Yeah. I, I am so surprised with how good this show it's is. Like this place has like this show has pacing. I'm not saying it's good pacing or bad pacing. It has pacing. A lot of Gundam shows seem to have pacing. <laughs> for better or for worse, they do have pacing. Yeah. And it's, like, fairly consistent, even, like, as far back as, like, Char's Counterattack. Like, that movie has pacing. Oh, Jesus Christ, does it ever. <laughs> like, it's, cons like, they are consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this show's definitely... I'd say it has pacing, like... The first season has a, from what I remember, a consistent pace. And the second season has a consistent pace, too. That pace of the second season being a uh, fucking go-crazy-go-nuts pace. But it's been a pace nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody is just about to, like... Everybody is just about to say it's gunding time and then just gunding all over the place. And just, like, <laughs> all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of gunding all over the place, what was my st stupid segue? Speaking of gunding all over myself, this is Mobile Suit Gundam The Witcher Mercury, episode 17. Precious things. Prospera convinces Meereen to run for president of the Benaret group, making Meereen believe that the best thing for Suleta would be for her not to have to worry about being anyone's tool. For this purpose, she comes to Gwell with a proposal. Defeat Suleta in a duel and give Miorin the support of the Jaturk group. Then, when Miorin is president, she'll make sure Gwell doesn't lose any more of his precious things. She tells Suleta that, for her upcoming birthday, she wants a duel between Gwell and Suleta. Suleta doesn't realize this is a trap, as Prosper has given Miorin a kill switch that would shut down Ariel when activated. Sure enough, as Ariel hits permit score 8 and Ari is set free, Miorin shuts down the mobile suit, allowing Gwell to win the duel and reclaim his title of holder. Uh-oh! <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Um, that's not good. That's not good one bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> the permit turned white. Uh-oh. I mean, um, that certainly was a plan, Meereen. I, <laughs> Meereen A, uh, Rembrandt, you listen to me very carefully. I've installed evil TikTok on your phone. When you activate this application, Gundam Gungo fucked up. Do it now, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like... Like, like, certainly that was a plan, not a good plan, um, 
Maybe you should have gotten a second opinion from somebody who wasn't Prospera Mercury. It is so astounding how obviously Prospera is playing every side imaginable in yeah. this in, in this <laughs> whole scenario. Not even like 5D chess anymore. I have no idea how many dimensions she is playing in. It's like, she, it, again, it, it's that fucking Mac quote from It's Always Sunny. I'm playing both sides, so I always come out on top. That's what yeah. Prosper is doing. Like, she literally, I mean, you know, we'll talk about it as we get into the episode, but that, that scene when she's kind of talking to Mirin and Gwell, and, and Mirin's like, where are you? And she's like, oh, I'm hanging out with Shadik right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't just say that. Kicks it's ass. Like, I love Prosper. Prosper is such a fucking fun character. Yeah, it's like, I mean, um, like, um, I just have to say that, like, I kind of don't even know, like, I am still, like, when I watched it, I'm kind of not even certain if, like, Mirin even wants to become president of the Benaret group. She uh, is being manipulated. I mean, and this 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 flows with the first scene of the episode that we're going to be talking about. So she is like being very openly manipulated by Prosper, right? Prosper basically saying doing this is for Suleta's own good, very much using the fact that, you know, she clearly cares a lot for Suleta and has feelings for Suleta, but just like, Prospera is so blatantly using that, but the fact that it's for Soleta means that Irene doesn't really care, and, like, she'll go along with it, and, you know, if only for a little while, who's to say that she's not going to realize, oh god, oh fuck, I fucked everything up so, so badly, but in oh. this moment, she's like, this is what's best for Suleta, is robbing her of all the things that bring her happiness. Gas- <laughs> Gaslight gatekeep gunned, boss. So- <laughs> Gaslight gatekeep gunned! The fucking Mirian meme with the arrow going up. Uh, but, and, and, and Prospera kind of hints at later on where she says, hmm, I wonder if Suleta will really give up Ariel so easily. Uh, I think Prospera just like, hey, can I have my other daughter back? Yeah, that like, she's, it really reframes, and again, we're kind of jumping around all over the place. It really reframes that one shot of when Suleta was doing uh, Shadik and the Grassley girls, when, Ariel went permit six and turned blue and like Prospera shed a tear. It is very obvious looking back, she's shedding a tear because she knows that Ari's going to be set free and come back to her soon. Yeah, like she done. doesn't give a fuck about Suleta. It's like, oh my God, my favorite daughter. She's going to get out of the code Lyoko suit. And <laughs> she's I am g- not going to have to take care about this whole clone that I made. <laughs> Ari, why is your forehead so big? What happened there? Uh, <laughs> foreheads and it's like this is just like a thing from drawing but with just like how our skulls change children's foreheads do actually tend to like be a lot bigger because like their facial features like on the skull it's like the proportions are different sure so like babies have big like babies and like young children they have like bigger foreheads and then it's just like a toss-up genetically from there about whether or not you're going to have a big forehead or not when you're mm-hmm. growing up. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so we get the OP, and we see Mirin wakes up and, and kind of goes out to meet Saleta, who's like standing in front of her door. And Mirin says, have you been waiting there all night? And Saleta says, uh, no, I just got here. And it is so obvious. She is just like, she's been camping out of Mirin's yeah. door like a fucking like iPhone release. 
like a pup. I was going to say like a puppy. Or like a yeah. <laughs> it's the SpongeBob meme. What do you do all day? Wait for you to wake up. Yeah. That's what this is. Uh, they walk and talk. And, you know, Sulet is saying, hey, your birthday's soon. You're almost 17, which means we get to get married soon. Uh, and she kind of... Galetta is just being, like, so normal about this. And I wonder oh God, if yeah. she's, like, I am, like, going to try and plan to, like, bake a cake for you. Yeah, and it's I sweet. I have no idea how well that would go because I have no idea if Celeta Mercury is somebody who should be trusted in the kitchen. I will say, I think if you asked me at the beginning of the show, I would say no. But now I would say yes, because, I mean, we've seen how she takes care of the greenhouse and is so yeah. devoted to her, her her bucket list. I think she could do a pretty good job baking now. I mean, I am not, like, I'm pretty sure she would try and, like, follow one of those weird GIF recipes. Oh, yeah, fucking, like, five-minute crafts, how to make, like, two-ingredient brownies, and then she accidentally burns down Earth House Hanger. Yeah, like, or, like, those ones where it is, like, where somebody heard, like, about, like, the concept of a turducken. Oh, and then, oh, yeah, and it's, like, it's, like, eight different animals just fucking, like, shoved inside each other. Or, like, um, or, like, or, like, somebody who never got over, like, the Reddit bacon phase. Oh, that's, that's too fucking real. There was a pork surplus in the United States. That, that's okay. Yeah, that's so f- fucking funny that like when you realize that's why bacon was so big ten years ago. It, it that shit cracks me up. It's so fucking great. So we 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 get an interesting kind of look into Siletta here when Meereen kind of asks her out of the blue, like, "Hey, if someone made you give up area, what would you do?" And for the first time. Because, you know, coming off the heels of Suleta saying that she would kill if her mother asked her to, she says, no, I wouldn't give up Ariel for anyone. So that's like, that's her limit is, you know, her family, basically. Um, yeah. Also, I did notice, total sidebar here, I've never noticed the weird fucking like front backpacks everyone wears until now. And you, you, you kind of look at it in the scene of Suleta and Miriam walking and literally everyone is wearing these kind of like 45 degree angle orange like front sling backpacks it's so weird i thought they were they look like they put on a fanny pack on the wrong part of their body or like a little bit yeah like they look like they kind of got confused about where to wear their fanny packs right no one no one knew and like they all saw the first person the first person to wear it wrong was wearing it so confidently and i was like oh shit that must be the right way to do it I'm not sure that, like, it's like, I saw Cecilia Dope wearing, I saw Cecilia Dope wearing her fanny pack like that, so I started wearing Mm -hmm. her fanny pack like that, and if, like, Cecilia Dope, like, I think Cecilia Dope is, like, the popular girl. She's a a tastemaker, absolutely. He's like the one, like, Meereen is not, like, the head but she's not like the head bitch in charge. No, of, she's like the valedictorian. She's respected, like, but not like that. Like she might be who everybody is like fighting over for the affection for, but that's just because like her daddy is rich, but for like the person who like really like controls like the social scene. It's, or yeah, the it's, it's, the, it's the dueling committee kids. It's definitely yeah, Cecilia. That is like Cecilia Dote. And if like Cecilia Dote 
start it. And if Cecilia don't like cut holes in her tank top, so we'd like, all do it. All through it, they would do it. She is like the Regina George of Atticacia. <laughs> True. Uh, we get a little scene. We we see Shadik is talking to the pale CEOs. He proposed a partnership with them, and he. They all talk about Gundams, and he says, hey, uh, everyone loves Gundams these days. Wouldn't you like Gundam as, like, your core business unit now? Um, basically promising them that he will hand over Gundam to them when he's president. And they basically say, how does Sirius feel about this? And Shadik says, this ain't about him. And they totally <laughs> realize, oh, he's not coming back, is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, this exact same meeting probably happened at Bondi at some point in, like, the early 80s. <laughs> this ain't about him. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we, 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 we get a shot after that. Uh, we see Suleta, who's watering the tomatoes. When Elon approaches her and, like, d- does his, his nasty fucking quote-unquote flirting where he, like, pins it's her to the wall. Like, in, like, who, like... What brainwashing juice are the pales giving Elon five? Like honestly, the, his his behavior like, in this scene. Yeah, his behavior in this scene genuinely made me think this is like normal, regular number one Elon for a second. Because like yeah. w- weird, flirty freak Elon five wouldn't pull a taser on Suleta like this. It seems really out of character for him. And Gwell shows up to save the day and, like, runs in and protects Solita, disarms Elon, who just kind of, like, scampers off like a hurt dog. It's really fucking weird. He just kind of wordlessly is like, okay, and just kind of, like, hobbles away. Like, I mean, I miss a lot. I still miss Elon 4. It's like, Elon 5 proved that he could be, like, a fun weirdo. This this isn't fun. No, this isn't fun. And not, like, uh, Jesus Christ. Christ, are they, did they, like, after, like, they gave you, like, Elon Prime face surgery, did they, like, strap you down Clockwork Orange style and make you watch a bunch of, um, like, pickup artist videos? Oh, I was literally gonna say, yeah, like, dude bro how to hit on women type videos. Again, I, I, my headcanon is that this is regular Elon Ceres in this one scene. Yeah. Because I don't think, Elon 5 is such a silly fucking guy in literally every other scene we see him in. He wouldn't pull a taser on anyone, I don't think. Yeah, it's like, please, like, he is the boy. He's like, he's like still in the room with Noria. Yeah, it's, yeah, he, he, that room he goes into later, I love the fucking timeout room, it kicks ass. Yeah, uh, but, because, like, Elon 5 was still in the room with Noria, and he was, like, trying to get her to, like, play Hangman. Yeah, oh, I mean, she'll play Hangman, she'll kill someone, but she won't play the spelling game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Gwell's here, and we get a really nice scene of Gwell talking with Suleta, and, you know, Suleta apologizes about his dad beefing it and Gwell talks about how, you know, he wants to rebuild Jet Turk. He needs to become the CEO no matter how hard it is because he doesn't want to lose any more precious things. And he even admits like, Hey, you're saying, you know, move forward and gain too. Like I'm living by that. It's hard to move forward and I'm still learning how to do it, but I, I want to do it. And, and then he even admits like that tenacity of Stiletta always moving forward is what made him fall for her. Oh, and no. uh, it's just it's just really it's just very cute, very high school embarrassment of them both being like them both blushing and yelling, and it's really sweet. 
I have to say it's like this whole scene, it made me cringe. Oh, yeah, it is cringe. It's cringe in a good way, though. Like, not in that way. Like, I am watching a high school rom-com cringe. It made me cringe in a way that was like, oh, my God, did you... Like, did you not learn anything from your Earth field trip, Ghoul? I mean, to be fair, the shit he learned in his Earth field trip, I don't think is very applicable to having cute little high school meetings with someone. It was more of like how to bury a body. <laughs> it's like maybe those things that you find precious are not actually that good in the long run. And, like, you are, like, your dad, who you still feel incredibly guilty about having killed, he was the one who manufactured those mobile suits. Who it, were... yeah, it, it really all comes, I mean, it, it comes back to Prospera, but... For anyone in the Benner group, it kind of all comes back to Vim, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very like, fascinating. You're like, please, can anybody in this show listen to people who no. are not their parents? No! It's Fuck like, no! Like, we have Mirene just like going full gun boss mode and we have we have ghoul like not really think like really just wanting to earn the respect of his dead father who it seemed like he hated him and yeah yeah and we also have shadiq with his whole like we work for war crimes thing where he's just reinventing the exact same concept over again but he's like going to like take raytheon but it's like spelled without all the vowels in it and it has yeah like, r-t-h-n <laughs> yeah and it has like some sort of like quirky minimalist logo mm-hmm. so it's like cool and new and hip and i have to say it's like does no, like Anacasia absolutely does not teach critical thinking skills. No, I mean again, it it I something I really do like about this show is that the school setting definitely serves as a very interesting framing device for all of these people being teens. Because in every Gundam show, they're all teens pretty much. Because again, that's the demographic the show is aiming at. So you have to make it about teens. And some shows do a better job of, you know explaining why they're teens piloting it. And I, I will say having it be like a school to learn business or mechanical engineering or what have you all centered around these mobile suits is like, that's a very, I, I would say a very competently made framing device just because yeah. it allows you to have these kinds of things of like, yeah, you can kind of in a much more real life applicable way show why someone is so fucked up. And that's because they're a business major. Yeah. And like, I was actually, like, in the DMs, it was like I was talking about this, and it sort of is, like, I did see, like, a really good thread on Twitter talking in sort of more of, like, an intellectual way about this, about how, like, 
people, especially in like the strategy department or like basically like who basically are the business majors of the school, they're like learning how to like basically do all of this and like not ask questions and like never really think about, hey, should we even have a Benaret group? And Probably not. That that could very well be how this show ends, though. Yeah. And also, like, with the piloting department, they're basically on, like, Call of Duty. Like, war is so cool. Like, all of this stuff is so cool. But it is also basically just a game. It's like a duel for funsies and not like actual war where you are are like going to be going and killing people in those mobile suits. Mm-hmm. And I see we haven't really seen much of the mechanics department, but I bet they also get like a heavy dose of the Benaret group is good and do anything to keep preserving the Benaret group or you should Pat- feel you should feel honored to be able to to be able to maintain and work on Benaret group machines. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's like I kind of feel like Mirene, Ghoul, and Shadik in like their own flavor of like fucked up we do not have any critical thinking skills because if we did, <laughs> we might realize that war is bad, but... Heaven forbid. Like, I feel like they have sort of ended up, and like, they are sort of ending up, and they don't really know that they're doing this, but it seems like all of them are competitively speed running to see... Who can become the classic Gundam Tomino evil adult the fastest? Who who is going to, like, repeat all of their parents' mistakes? Like, and, like, just, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, show's not over. I am very interested in seeing that because they they really are setting up... the, The kids are becoming a much bigger, like as the kids like Shadik taking over Grassley um, and then absorbing pale and then Mirin and Gwell kind of taking over Jaturk and sort of like becoming their own entity to try and take over Benner as a whole. It definitely seems like there's a lot bigger focus on the kids in season two of like who's in charge. Cause you had like, you know, all the adults were there in season one and now the way things are progressing in season two, it very much seems like, okay, it's, it's the kids turn now. That's like kind of what the whole, the core seems to be about to me. Basically, the only one that is still intact is Pale. And it's like, Right. Yeah, and and like, that, that's interesting to me too, that Elon hasn't, Elon Prime hasn't done anything. He's just kind of been in that one room with the CEOs every once in a while. Um, I'd be really intrigued to see when he actually does something. Yeah, he is also, like he did sneak out to go and try and tase Salado though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, <laughs> I'm certain that was him and not Elon yeah, 5. It was like, um, also it's like seeing with like this episode, like even more like Mirin refusing to kind of see like stuff is bad is like she completely drank the arranged marriage Kool-Aid. <laughs> it, 
that. Like there are other ways of like forming alliances. It's not like it's there are other ways to form alliances with people. It's not like um you can just it's not like 1770 whatever anymore. Like you can like you can just be friends. Yeah, you can just be friends. Uh well she's kind of making that start to happen because at this point Mirene walks up and says, Hey Siletta, you're wondering what you wanted to get me from my birthday earlier. I know what you can get me. A duel between you and Gwell. Don't worry about why. Uh and, and like I also have to say just before we get off it, and it's like mm. I did actually also take notes on 17. Um, I also am just thinking about how like Atacassia has like nobody there is being taught like critical thinking skills and i'm just like thinking about like the elon how like the elons figure out into this because it seems like elon five wants to get the hell out and i'm not really sure about four maybe he was just like too much of like a loner for him for like them to really get to him he was like the cool edgy he was like the edgy kid in the back of the class but um, I also am thinking about, like, what does this mean to Earth House? Like, they basically are all, like, people from Earth who got taken up into space by this big space corporation. And they're, like, trying to get the benefits from the Benerit Group. And they're right into the Benerit Group indoctrination station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. I I wish we would were able to see more of what Earth House has going on. We know Choo Choo has her five dads, which is awesome. Yeah, and we know that Nika has connections with Donna Fold. Yeah, but that's kind of it. Like I, I think we might have gotten little snippets here and there, like offhand remarks of you know the origins of the Earth House students. Yeah, but, like one of them, I think. Um... One of them is into astrology. The other one, yeah, Aaliyah, like a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. That's that's my friend Ojello. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it it is weird. They do feel a little underdeveloped because they're kind of there to be like the Saleta support squad, and we'll see why in a little bit. But I I I would like to know more about them. Yeah, and it's also like um like. It would make sense for, like, the people in, like, the other houses, like, Shadik's little Shaklik or um, <laughs> the Ghoul Girls. Yeah. I, I'm mean, Again, it, it's like, I want to know more about every student here, but I, especially Earth House, just because, like... Yeah. They're like it, our same group. They're like our, um, they're like our... They're like our ZZ team. They're like our Tekadon. They're like our um. I hope yeah. they don't like Tekadon. <laughs> they're like the main guys. Yeah, yeah, they're the main guys. Exactly. Well, anyway, uh, we 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 get a scene shortly thereafter of Mirene talking to Gwell and saying, "Hey, I need to become president. I need your help. You need my help. Let's make a deal and like enter into business together and." You know, I will help you protect your precious things, your company that you inherited from your father if you help me. Um, so Gwell kind of goes along with it. And, and we quickly cut to um, the dueling committee room where they, you know, they're giving the stakes of the duel. The little Haro boys overseeing it this time. And it's like Cecilia's back on the couch. 
Yay! But not I for saw, long, though. Yeah, I saw Cecilia sitting on, like, a couch like that, so I decided to sit on the couch like that. And now it's getting really crowded, and Cecilia's kind of getting mad at us for all stealing her couch. Yeah, <laughs> sitting queen. Um, <laughs> Suleta's stakes are that she just wants Gwell to help her stop all the bullying that Earth House is getting. Which is a really noble goal, goal. And then Gwell says, I want Ariel if I win. <laughs> and you can very much tell, like, it's not his idea. Because yeah. he, he wouldn't ask for that in any other circumstance. Sure. But Slit is like, huh? What? I'm pretty sure that, like, Prospera might have also gotten to him. But we just didn't see that. Or, like, maybe Mirene well, said something. Yes, him. no. It, it, it's definitely Mirene said that. And, you know, it, it, it's Prospera through Mirene, really. Because it was all Prospera's idea. But... Mirin's even there in the room and says, it's fine, Soleta, like, you know, you always win, so it shouldn't be an issue if he wagers Ariel, right? So it very much, you can, it's it very much implied that Mirin told Gwell, hey, bet Ariel, you're going to win, don't worry about it. Um, God, it's, it's just fucking... Talk to your girlfriend, Mirin. It's just <laughs> communication. It's not that hard, like, there's an entire song about yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> Uh, we get a little elevator shot of Mirene apologizing to Gwell, and like you know, no, he know she knows that Gwell truly does like Saleta, and Gwell, you know, probably figures the same about Mirene. And they definitely talked about Prospera because Mirene kind of mentions like, yeah, you know, I just want Saleta to be happy. I want her to be able to live in a world without Gundams, without you know her being manipulated like this. Um, and Mastermind. that's why Gwell has to win to free Saleta. Mastermind by Taylor Swift off of her album Midnights is playing quietly in the background. Not a very good album, sad to say. Uh, um, like, there's like one or two good songs, but it's like it's kind of been rough for her since 1989. Like they're very hit or miss. Like, I mean, I, I I literally had this conversation with Katie a couple days ago. Like th- there are a couple of pretty good songs off of Midnights, but like as a whole, I don't. I think it's a pretty weak album. Yeah, it's like um, like Folklore and Evermore were kind of a course correction after Lover. And I have to say, it's like I have like this whole rant, but I really did not like Lover. Like, I'm surprisingly okay with Reputation, but I did not like Lover. Reputation, Maybe- yes, Reputation's gotten better with me over time. I think Lover's also fine. I don't think it's like incredible. There are, again, there are definitely a lot more good songs off of Lover than of Midnight's, but... Hey, I, fol- folklore's just, like a fucking eternal uh, banger. Like, I am just kind of not forgiving her for spelling as fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. I mean, it's like, like, reputation was like camp because we're having like, we are having Taylor Swift do like an evil fucked up arc. And I am actually kind of amazing that she didn't go and like, put on a mask during that tour and like red fine because it it wasn't her the old taylor died remember yeah it's like i mean like total like i'm kind of amazed that she didn't have a char arc during that era a shark shark. well hey you know in the in the same vein of reinventing yourself gwell does give himself a haircut mistake everybody got rid of the mullet everybody's plans here are bad Literally, it's so funny. Everybody's making just the worst choice possible all the time for like this entire block of episodes. I know. I just 
go into the show with like a little squirt bottle and just spray everybody until they just don't anymore. Along yeah. you are safe. Yeah. God. So we're we're getting ready to the duel. Prospera. Um. I'm sorry. Suleta goes to talk to her mom. And she says, look, Miri installed a cool evil TikTok app on my phone. It has heats and cold on it. The little are cute keychains. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> it's a fucking funny lying to her face. Walking to it. And it's like, she's just doing that to her daughter. She, uh, she clearly cares a lot less about her than about the other one, as we'll find out. I mean, um... Like, this is sort of, like, she obviously has a favorite child, and in, like, um, the terms of, like, Gundam parents having an obvious favorite child, I am kind of just thinking back to first with Degwin, and I think it was actually very, and, like, this is just, like, complete headcanon, but it was, like, completely obvious that Garma was his favorite child. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, in a creepy way, almost, yeah. Uh. But yeah, I, Guel shows his new haircut off. Everyone is rooting for him. We learned Petra got with Lauda finally. Uh, the Darabalt has even bigger shoulders now. I uh, Honestly, I thought that Lauda was going to get the Darabalt. Like, that was one of my predictions. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to be piloting a suit anymore. Yeah, He's just kind of chilling. I, I actually have to say I just really love that big, ugly pink monster. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have to say, it kind of does make sense for Ghoul to be using it. And he is, like, using... It. He is using the AI to kind of, like, fight for him. Because he is still shooketh from killing his own dad. Yeah, he's still <laughs> fucked up. He's fucked up from killing his own dad and the Earth Ark. And he very nearly, like, pukes getting in the suit. Yeah. Just like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, it's also terribly real. Like, these people are, like, cheering me on. And it's like, I had a whole Zuko alone, but <laughs> I still came back here. Bob alone. Yeah. Uh, we, we see a quick shot of Elon, who, who's made it to the timeout room with Nika and Noria, saying he's like a fugitive from Pale now, and they don't need him anymore. So he's just I chilling there. And It's like, okay, like, we already used the air fryer. Um, We already used the air fryer. How about let's break out the... Let's break out the dehydrator and the ice cream maker. Yeah. I mean, Noria does also just try and fucking stab him with her number two pencil. And she, she says such a fucking biting line of, why don't you just get in a Gundam and die already? <laughs> just it's as a like, way to, like, saying fuck also, off. I also love, like, like, he's in love with an emo girl. I love, like, her goth, like... Yeah. He is, like, a goth. Like, if she had, like, the money and availability, she would be, like, a goth bitch. She's, like, going around, like, drawing dead birds. It's, like, super... Yeah, drawing skulls drawing and shit. Skulls, and it's, like, I love her. She is, like... She rules. Yeah. Like, I love her so much. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, and it's like I actually have to say it's like people are like shipping them, and I have to say I really like Elon Five's Goth GF. He deserves he's, a Goth GF. 
He does. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the duel begins and takes Gwell a while to kind of like get it. He keeps on having these awful flashbacks, but they're both like, you know, it's a pretty matched back and forth of them both just kind of like raging against each other and like cutting limbs off and shit. You know, I'm not going to go over like the, the, the super details of the of the duel, but like it's brutal. It, yeah, I mean, like, the Delonza, I mean, the, the Delonza's, or the Daryl Ball's whole thing is, like, you're allowed to get your limbs cut off because you have a bunch of extra ones. And and he uses I that, think, and... I'm just trying to remember, like, there's a guy who's like that. What? There's, like, a famous, like, video game guy who's, like, he has, like, detachable limbs, and it's, like, I do, and you, like, control... Rayman? 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 He has like he he has like floating hands and feet. Like I I like I thought it was like from Mega Man. Like I do not know Mega Man, but my dad is a friend. Um, there's, there's like there's probably there's like a billion of those like men, and I cannot keep track of all of those robots. And there probably has to be like a guy with like detachable hands that you can like pilot around like little bits. Uh, you can, hard man, you can shoot your whole fist off with. The hard knuckle, I think it's called. But I, I don't know. Like, that's not like what the Darabal does. That's just like a. No, yeah, the Darabal's whole thing is having like extra arms. That's like, that's like a classic rocket punch. We've been doing that since the 70s. Yeah, like, since Mazinger. I not for the life of me remember this guy. Or am I just like making up a fake Mega Man guy? Because I cannot keep track of all the Mega Man guys. <laughs> A lot of Mega Man out there. Well, let me know if it comes to you. The duel yeah. continues. Uh, Suleta, like, kind of takes over the hands for a second as she, like, goes permit six and begins to close in. Uh, and as the duel kind of hits its climax, Ariel hits permit eight. The permit glows white this time. The music cuts out. We hear the laughter of children, and we hear a little, like, music box version of Happy Birthday. Um, I think that, um, that Happy Birthday... Um, I thought that Mia Reen was actually having her birthday, like, huh. right then, like, this was, like, the days before, like, it was, like, the day before her birthday, and that was, like, her phone playing her, like, a little reminder about it, like, how Twitter does the balloons on your birthday, and that was, like, her hearing it. And yeah. it was I don't like, think it's... I am going to pull the fucking plug on this. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just like, it, it's fitting because, you know, Happy Birthday is always used during tragic moments in the show. And also, it is almost Meereen's birthday. And yeah, as, I, I as Happy Birthday plays. Like, the day before. Mm. So, Suleta's talking about, you know, as she's, like, getting ready to deal the killing blow to the Daryl Ball. She talks about how she's ready to buy rings and plan for Meereen's wedding and it's her birthday and everything. And she's about to shoot Gwell down. But we hear Ares, Ares' voice say, I'm sorry. And Meereen presses the evil TikTok button and Ariel gets shut down and Gwell rushes forward and cuts the horn off. And Suleta loses for the first time. It's like so brutal. It's like, she like doesn't understand. Talking about like 
again, it's like the Taylor Swift references keep coming up with the show. It's like, I'm about to like pick up a white dress. Like I can't really talk to your dad right now, but if I would, I would do that. Like we're going to get rings. It's going to be so fun. Um, I made a Pinterest board. Um, how do you feel about Sam? How do you feel about coral pink and teal? Or are you more of a chocolate brown? Yeah. Uh, and like, as Suleta is just chilling in the cockpit, shaken, Meereen walks up and opens it. And straight up tells Suleta, I shut Ariel down. I wanted you to lose. This is a trade and you made a good shield. And then she fucking tosses the, the cold keychain at Suleta, who's just like it's freaking the fuck out. You fucking country bumpkin. I bet you listen to like, not, Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah, the episode, it's like she, she takes the holder colors away from Soleta's suit and just the, the episode ends with Meereen saying goodbye, my Mercurian country bumpkin. Bitch. Fuck. Bitch. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, again, it's like, why, like, maybe it's because, like, I am, like, like, I would, like, why do I, like, why did Taylor Swift reference, like, maybe it's because I jinxed it because I had that joke headcanon about Mia Reen being, like, a huge Swifty, but, like, if you called her that, she would give you the glare, and now it's like, I can't stop thinking about Taylor Swift and G-Witch at the same time, help. Oh, God. Heinous. Well, maybe, maybe getting into the next episode summary will write our course. Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, Episode 18. Our Empty Selves. Despite losing just about everything, Zaleta seems to just be doing fine in the aftermath of her duel. She focuses only on filling out her bucket list and truly believes that she broke her promise and let Meereen down, that she doesn't deserve her. Chuchu sees all this and takes Soleta to come to confront Meereen face to face, wanting Soleta to tell Meereen how she truly feels. Like, please just talk to your girlfriends. Please just talk to other people. They aren't your mom. After learning that Shadik is running for president of the group against her and that he has vastly more support, Prospera nudges Meereen to gain favor by supporting the Earthian riots, the Earthian riots against the oppression of the Benrit group. As they prepare to head to Earth, Soleta and the gang show up. Soleta is led to a hangar where Ariel lies, with her getting in the cockpit and finally meeting her older sister, or rather, her original self face-to-face. Ari explains that Soleta and all the other gun bits are clones of the original Ari, and that Soleta was the key to Ariel, which is now unlocked, and so she she is no longer needed. She is ejected into space, with Prospera flying up to her, confirming that everything that everything Ari said was true, and pushing her away, telling her, go back to school and find happiness there. Goodbye. You just broke, had your girlfriend dump you, and then you also got broken up with by your Gundam. It's, it's, fuck it. F- f- oh, poor Soleta. 
Poor Soleta. I don't know if anybody else has ever been dumped by their Mac before. It, it's fucking like so. Okay, we'll 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 get to it. So starts out. Soleta's fine. She's doing fucking great, and everyone's really worried because she just got broken up with. Like she should be fucked up, but she's doing a okay, and she's loving it. And just like be- she is in the denial phase, she's like, I am like going to school. I am acing all of my classes. Um, is like we also like is permit the mo- does permit make the monorail work? Um, I am making the biggest ramen ever. Would a depressed person makes this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, could a depressed person make this? She she's like, oh yeah, did I did I ask that question in a cool way? That's part of my bucket list, and everyone's like, this is this you're, you're this is fucked up. Yeah, it's like <laughs> her um, nasty ramen bowl looks so gross. Yeah, it's like was having like your like I know you were raised on like um you were raised on like old rebroadcasts of like teen com of like school comedies on mercury like um was also having like your first breakup on that list too yeah right also i have to say in that class um where she was like asking about the monorail um i'm actually kind of glad that i finally got an explanation for what permit exactly is it's basically like, and I was actually right. It basically is just magic crystals that allow their magic technology to work. Still yeah, it's it's just score. fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, still don't know what permit scores are, but I am like, we have confirmed that it is basically like Luna Titanium or Gundanium. Yeah, it's it's it it it's Psycho Frame. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, we we get the opening. We get we see Gwell who's like skyping investors for Jaturk, and they're all saying, "Oh, your company's shit, and and your your haircut sucks. Goodbye." And they all like hang up on him. And it looks and- kind of actually like he got a new. Like I also have to say about like the um intro. Like I don't really get like the ending music to me. Like it hits a lot harder then the opening music and i remember how like back with like shukufuku with like yosobi they like had like all of this stuff during like the promotion of the show where they were talking about oh yeah we did we like wrote like an entire novel about Soleta growing up on mercury and like all this world building stuff and we were we were actually given it so, like, we could write the song to fit in the themes of the mm-hmm. show. But for this one, it's basically, like... It's just it's just an opening. Uh, so, d- d- you know, he complains about no investors. And then Prospera calls and says, Hey, if you needed something to show off to your investors, look, to give them, uh, have them give you money, why not show them the Gundam that you have? And Miriam's like, what the what? fuck did you just say to me? What? Like, I also have to say about, like, Yule in this scene... Um, he got a new outfit, and it is also bad. Um, he is just a fucking like business boy outfit. He, it's nothing. He is like a business boy, but he has like no, not like it's like none of the sheer charisma that like um, the boy mayor of Second Life had. Yeah, I don't know if that would be called charisma. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like it just looks like. He was wearing, he's wearing one of his dad's old suits and like, they didn't even bother to like go and like 
maybe it was like a rush job of the tailoring or it's like not tailored at all since like his dad is like a lot older and he's like middle-aged and like and was like kind of pudgy but like Ewell is like Ewell and he's like jacked so it looks weird on him I have to say I do like Mia Reen's little like girl boss outfit yeah she she she's she's madam president she's she, she, she's rocking with it yeah love uh, love just the sheer number of hair accessories in like that updo like it's look it takes a lot to look like a fucking cockatiel yeah yeah especially like shiny colorful things like i know they like shiny colorful things mm-hmm. not really to hoard like a so man I. I just like them very mm-hmm. easily distracted by them yeah uh, so they go to the Jaturk garage, and sure enough, the fucking uh, Gundam Schwartz set is here, and Prosper is like, oh yeah, we've been working on it for a while. Vim wanted to get into the drone business, so Shinsei handed this to him, and Mirian's like, why the fuck didn't you tell anyone? Prosper's like, I don't know. You can, t- you can say that you made it, though, if you want. It's like, um, I have to say, like, I think the Schwartz set is, like, very sexy, and I really like the name. It's like, goth girl like the gundam goth gf yeah i i don't I, I i understand the name it has black in the name i think it's a little boring color wise but i do like it's fucking like, like hockey I mask feel, looking fat face fan like i kind of wish that it had more black in its design like that would be so cool it's all gray and black and it's like i mean it's also like the only gundam that saletta really still has access to anymore after prospera goes and like takes her sister and just dumps her in space yeah that's definitely like it's definitely probably implied that that's what she's well i don't know i mean again she's a regular person the only reason she was able to pilot ariel is because ari was taken on the fucking data storm so who knows maybe she can't pilot a gundam but it's like it is so cool and it would be kind of like a bit of like an interesting like subversion of like since like this one lo- like this show really loves subverting mm-hmm. it would be a subversion of like the classic like heroic gundam if like Saleta comes to Mirene's rescue in the Gundam Goth GF yeah we'll see um yeah, Pr- Prospera says if you guys want clout uh, and you want investors, just say that you know this is this is a joint project between Jaturk Industries and Gundarm. And Mirin says, but Gundarm is for medical technologies only. And Prospera is like says, I don't fucking care. Do you want do you want money or not? <laughs> Why? Like Prospera Mercury, even though like they're not even engaged anymore, she is like playing- she's sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> She is playing the role of, like, the messy mother-in-law to a T. Like, I kind of wish that, like, Soleta and Mirene would have stayed engaged and, like, Prospera is, like, following them around while they're doing, like, all of their wedding planning. Like, I would love to see, like, the episode of Say Yes to the Dress with Prospera Mercury on it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... <laughs> So, and after all this, Mirian's like, hey, where the fuck are you anyway? Why are you Skyping us? And she says, oh, I'm hanging out at Grassley right now. Also, <laughs> I have one more thing to get in. It's like, Mirian, it's like, since everybody is like still like repeating the mistakes of their parents and like Delling ran like an evil company, it would be like, um, 
Murine is kind of saying big pharma rules, the military industrial complex drools. And there's like a big chance that like, who knows, maybe in G-Witch Destiny, it turns out that like Gundarm has gone evil corporation because Miarine just refuses to let go of her values. Like even if that Gundarm would be still exists, like Miarine is like I'm not too sure about what would happen to Salada in this hypothetical se- sequel series that I am pitching yet but it's like i just have this thought about like what if miarine ended up girl bossing too close to the sun and this whole show is about girl bossing too close to the sun thinking about mercury Mm, interesting seems a little on the nose yeah but like prospera is just like hanging out with everybody trying to still do like her cool mom routine She's a cool mom. Give her that. Yeah. Uh, how many? So, I mean, how many of your moms are cyborgs? None that I know of. And I just have the one. Yeah. Uh, so we, 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 we get a little cut to um, a- after we learn that Prosper is hanging out at Grassley. We see her, her assistant, whose name I keep on forgetting, goes to Belle, who's working on uh, some other mobile suits. And she kind of like shows the uh, blueprint. She's like, what the fuck is this thing? It's, a, it's, a, it's called a Gund node, and it's a yet a new mobile suit we haven't really seen yet outside of Blueprints, but all we know is that it, it would help Ariel expand its data storm network. Seems bad. Yeah, Seems good. like we shouldn't be working on this fucking technology, maybe. Yeah. What do I know? Good choke on a Gund node. <laughs> like uh, a Gund node just sounds dirty, and it's like... I'm and sorry. Gund Volva didn't? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, it's like, maybe the gun note goes in the gun vulva, but, like, I'm sorry, Belmyra, you you signed up for the Shadow Gundwitch money gang, so, like, you're not getting out of this one. Oh, yeah, she has no fucking recourse here. You are in the Shadow Gundwitch money gang. We love casting spells, legalize nuclear bombs. That is literally part of the, that is literally the plot of Witch from Mercury, or at I least don't that's, know. or at least that's what Shadik's plan is with like. Oh God, give, who knows it, what his plan is? I also saw that there were like with Noria, like the guy said, like, oh, by the way, that like the Lifrith, f- f- the Lifrith, the Lithrith Thorn, and the Lithrith Ur both had like self-destruct devices inside of them and that just made me think about gundam wing again oh god we 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 can't we can't get into wing right now (laughs) so we can't like those two like if those two were like the people that operation meteor had sent instead of those five chuckle fucks Look, all right, we gotta, we got, we gotta, we gotta get back on track here. We gotta get back on track here. So we see Prospera, who, who's talking with Shadik, uh, and Shadik asks Gun if Gundarm would become a part of Grasslease, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, kind of a big bummer. We couldn't obtain even a damaged Gundam in that attack on the school." And Prospera is sitting there thinking, "Huh, you know, if you really wanted Gundam so bad, 
You'd think that you'd be able to try and get your hands on something, even broken parts. Or maybe there was a reason that you couldn't get your hands on those damaged Gundams. And Shadik just kind of like gives her a very wry smile. It's very obvious she's aware that Shadik is, you know, part yeah, of like, part of that plot there. Also, like, I know you're like all the guys that like Dominicus, they absolutely love Grassley. Yeah, Grassley. I think all of their suits are Grassley suits. Yeah, it's like, maybe. they're like the official, so it's like, okay, like, um, I know y'all are like the anti-witch people, but like, come on, it's fun. We love, like, Shadow Gun Witch Money Gang, we love casting spells. Come on, it's fun. Don't you want to be a little bit naughty? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwell and Meereen show up here, and, and, and they learn that Shadik's running for president against... Mirin, uh, and he, you know, he has the support of Pale, so two houses against Mirin's one house, and apparently the vote's in only two weeks, and I guess the vote probably coincides around Mirin's birthday, knowing how this show fucking operates. Yeah, yeah uh, like, I know that, like, in Japan, like, we're kind of used to, like, presidential races in America being, like, this whole big, like, two-year thing that you have to get started on, like, about, like, right now for, like, Wish it wasn't. Yeah, but it's like Japan is one of those like sensible countries where it's like you can't like really like start like talking about politics until like two months before the election. Like, come on, be serious. Yeah. Like we have uh, stuff to get done in the government and then just like constantly going around and being on tour for rallies, like, please be for real. Yeah. So we uh we cut from there. <clears throat> we see Suleta who's at the greenhouse and Choo Choo's there and asking her, like, are you mad at me, Reen? And, and Suleta's like, No, it's I suck and it's my fault and I let her down. I broke my promises. And Choo Choo's like so fucking worried for Suleta right now when Lauda shows up. Like with his Lauda's with his girl gang. Lauda's with his girl gang, and he's there and he kinda like starts talking shit to Suleta and then goes to Choo Choo and says, Hey, uh, thank you for saving my life. Goodbye. <laughs> Everyone's just like completely baffled by this. I don't, I don't really know, but it was like Choo Choo was definitely about to like go and do another Choo Choo punch on him again. Yeah, she's taking it back. She doesn't do anything. Um, and like, yeah, Solita's just fucking. She's broken right now. You know, she like agrees and believes all the shit that Lauda says about her. And Choo Choo just kind of like flips her around and grabs her by the collar and is like, "All right, we're gonna talk to Mirin face to fucking face, and you're going to tell her." How you feel to her face. Like, again, like, I do listen to other countries. So, like, ne- like okay, like, you've been listening to, like, sad, like, breakup Taylor Swift for, like, so long. Um, I wouldn't really say that currently, like, I wouldn't say that this is, like, a situation that requires Carrie Underwood yet. We're at, like, a Miranda Lambert mama's broken heart situation. like fix yourself up and go and like talk to your girlfriend. Yeah, that that that's the goal here. Uh all of Earth House has to go for some reason, except for Martin. They're all like getting ready to leave and they're like, "Oh, Martin, you're the best of us. You're going to stay behind and you're going to feed Tico and and you're going to hold down the fort. Thanks, buddy." And he's just like, "Okay. This <laughs> sucks. I don't want to do it." I need to see a therapist. He needs to go to confession, which is what happens later. So as as they're getting ready to leave, uh, I think it's Aaliyah says to Choo Choo, like, wow, you're so much, like, calmer now. You know, you used to just punch everything. And 
Chichu just, she starts talking about how, oh, I learned all this from watching Nika, and I'm so much better now because of Nika. And, like, Martin's doing fucking Arthur fist in the corner hearing all this shit. It's like, what would Nika do? WWND. He hates it so fucking much. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like, Nika is a good egg. I like her. I like Nika. She wouldn't betray us to terrorists. <laughs> no one would sell her out. I mean, I, I think that she did sell them out, but I think she's sorry about it. Yeah, Mar- Martin's still working through a couple of things yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, so th- they leave, and they leave Martin. Uh, and we cut to Nika in the timeout room, uh, watching Elon trying to, like, connect with Noria. And Nika says, hey, Elon, you seem so much different than you were before. What's the deal? And Elon says, oh, I'm like a fucking, like, face swap clone. He just tells them his whole deal that he's an enhanced person and he's just, like, fodder to pilot Gundams because the real Elon is too, can't be fucked to do it. Okay, like, Ray Ayanami, like, I guess, like, yeah. Like, okay, Ray Ayanami, it's like, yeah. But, like, um... I bet Elon Prime sucks shit at Gundam piloting. I mean, yeah, it's it's probably a mix of that and also he don't want to die, but probably also the former. Or it's, uh, he, he just can't figure it out. All like it's like Pale just selects like all of their like top people with like like Chat GPT or something. Hmm. God. Um. But Alon and Noria are just arguing, and Noria once again tries to stab him with her pencil. And just like it's just like I love this edgy bitch. <laughs> she fucking hates his guts. And Elon just says, "Hey, let's just yeah. let's just be honest with ourselves here. Our lives are so cheap anyway. Why not talk about our whole deal? Why not die? Like why not die? Gundam, like let like dying in a Gundam would be great. Like, Wouldn't I'd love to do it." Like, I mean, like, to die by your side. What a heavenly way to die. Please, oh, like, God. like, the only Smith song I know, please. Like, I am trying to impress you, Goth GF. <laughs> <laughs> and I only, but the thing is, I only know, I only know, um, I only know that one Smith song, please. Um, so we, 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 we cut, we see Shadik who's talking to his subordinates at, at Grassley, and he's just, he's just selling off shit. He, he's doing exactly what he said, what he told his dad he would. And he was like, please, it's the only way, it's the only way to get my father back. I guess, like, he's doing it under the guise that, like, some Earth organization, Donafold, whomever, has kidnapped Sirius, and he needs to sell all these things to Earth organizations to get him back, and... His plan's working, whatever his plan is, but it's it's working enough that he has a ton of support. I think like eighty one percent of the voting block is gonna vote for him as of now. Um. Oh, by the way, the song is like Elon is like trying to like impress a girl by saying like, "Have you ever heard of this song? It's called There's a Light and it never goes out. It's yeah. by a band called the Smiths. They're like super obscure. I think you would love it." And that would probably get any goth girl to try and stab you with her pencil. But back to Shadik's We Work for War Crimes. Rhythm. Yeah, he, he, doing all of this shit, everyone loves him. And again, he does have, like, two of the main Benarit Group 3 working with him. And Mireen's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm never going to be able to win the election this way. And Prospera says, you're right, what if you went to Earth and tried to stop a riot? Uh, and and Mireen's like, oh, what if I went to Earth and tried to stop a riot? Fuck yeah, let's go. 
And it's like with like Shadik's like Shadik battery. Um, it's like the space, like he actually is also calling the um space uh what's the name of the space cops? Oh, in this? Yeah, like Fucking, uh like like the Galactic Alliance or something. Like the space something group, like Feng Jung is with them. Like space like he is also like, hey, Felsey, like, go and call the space cops to try and find my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Please find poor Sirius. He's 200 years old. He needs his fucking vitamins. <laughs> and it's like, um, no, I have never watched... No, I have never listened to a single true crime podcast. Yes, this plan is definitely going to work. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's absolutely still chilling. He's not... Do- he, he's just pretend to look for a dear father while Miriam actually tries to get stuff done. Uh, however misguided that is because, you know, she's going down to, to stop these riots and to gain favor that way. And Prosper says, well, you can go down there, but they're not going to listen to you without a show of force. And Miriam says, you're right. Let's bring Ariel. That's my idea. I wasn't fucking le- tilted this way by any outside force. Uh, it's not good that she's going to be doing that. I don't imagine we'll find out next week. <laughs> but, uh, I think that I kind of think this plan is bad and like the people of Earth, they do not want this. They want like the Bennerit group to stop oppressing the fucking everything that Prospera suggests people to do ends up making everything so much worse. It's comical. Gotta stop listening to her. Like it's like like, Meereen is, again, like, I am sorry for bringing up Gundam Wing again. It's my favorite Gundam. I have to say, it's like, Eurolena needs, like, Eurolena impression needs a lot of work. Like, this is not, this, no. How, like, you are, like, there to, like, advocate for, like, the people who are, like, bombing them to, like, just go and just do, like, something like, hey, we're going to, like, build a factory and y'all are going to get jobs. But, like, how about instead of, like, Earth likes the Benerit group, how about no Benerit group? How about, again, I think that's where the show might be headed, but we'll we'll, we'll certainly see. Uh, we, we, get a, we get a little scene here uh, of Lauda walking through the halls, and he hears people just kind of, like, talking shit about him, saying, like, oh... It sucked when Lauda was in charge. I'm so glad Gwell's back. And then, like, the camera pants to the side, and we see that, like, Lauda's grown a fucking mullet to be, like, Gwell, which is just so <laughs> fucking silly to me. Like, he is, like, in his feelings. He is, like, the one who's, like, listening to, like, sad music now. Mm-hmm. He is, like, like who knows, maybe he will become, um, Felsi? Or, oh, Petra. He'll Petra. become Petra's goth Bia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we go from there, we see Bell, who gets approached by Feng Jun, is like, hey, where's Hangar 78 or whatever the fuck? And Bell's like, Hangar 78, that's... And, and Feng Jun finishes her sentence saying, yeah, that's the one that you fucks at a, um, Shinsei always use. Hi, yeah. I'm a space cop. I'd like a word, yeah, please. It's like, hello, FBI. Yeah, I'm with the FBI. Yeah. Uh, and well, then Martin... She has, like, her, like, little badge, and, like, I remember seeing, like, back when, like, this episode was new. Somebody like photoshopped it with like um somebody like I think it was like some joke from The Simpsons about somebody who had like a funny FBI badge. 
and she's like yeah i'm from the fbi and it's like don't start talking to me lady you mm. are like don't talk to me like you didn't shove a kid in a giant microwave like come on yeah you 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 baked that boy yeah like um you- Eat like not so easy bake. Like, come on, like we need to be. We 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 go from there, uh, and we see Martin. Who this this scene fucking baffled me. Why does the school have a fucking Haro confessional booth? What's the deal? Take me to Hurch Haro. Why take why why does it have the same black with kind of rainbow line patterning that makes it look like the fucking Count Bleck's castle from Super Paper Mario? What's the deal? Why is this? Who, oh, who thought of this? Count Black. He did an attack where he was like controlling his hands because he were like little paper bits that flew around. Like a lot of those guys in Paper Mario did that. I just remembered. There's, I, I, I know Cortez does that in Paper Mario has on your door. Anyway, fucking Martin is 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 confessing to this Haro about you know selling nika out and fucking cecilia opens the the panel and says you dirty fucking rat like what <laughs> you can go there what's the, what they, i, I want to go to the horror confessional booth so bad it's like take me to heart take me to horror church yeah god and it's uh, like we, again i think it might not really be like a confessional i think it might just be like Anacasio, like they had like some mental health crises and they're just doing this to kind of like try to like paper over like hey like maybe we need to get like real counselors here but what do you mean like mental illness doesn't exist like you like just talk to a haro and get all your emotions out to a haro and you will be good like just like fake therapist, like yeah, just vent, vent. Yeah, like, you're fine. That's all you need. And it's like only thing you need. Like maybe they were also doing mindfulness courses. Uh, so fucking Cecilia gets Martin. Uh, Mirene goes to talk with the head of Dominicus and saying, "I'm gonna go to Earth," and he's like, "Okay, you can get an escort." And then fucking Kanaji shows up again. But like back to like the um Cecilia thing. It's like. I don't really think it's supposed to, like, I don't think, like, even though they're, like, witch hunters, like, Anacasia doesn't really seem like a Catholic school to me. Like, if this was, like, anime Catholic school, like, they would have gone all out on it. Like, I know that, like, anime Catholics go, like, harder than real Catholics. So it's obviously, like, a therapy thing. And I know it's, like, Cecilia, like, I know you're trying your best, but the patient is supposed to be on the couch, not the therapist. You have it backwards. Also, Kananji is back, and, like, you was, like, really surprised to, like, actually be meeting him. Yeah, he's, like, a superhero to him. Yeah, it's, like, he really, like, looks up to him, and I I actually think that Kananji is, like, he is also, like, kind of, like, happy about this, because, like, wow, somebody who still thinks I'm cool... Yeah, honestly, I think Kananji's cool, even though he's kind of a cop. As as all of this is going on, the Earth House kids make it to like the the fucking business building, whatever the fuck, trying to find where Mirin is. Uh, and they, and they send Suleta ahead, and she has to get in a normal suit for some reason. And I think Ojello even comments like, "Why is she in a normal suit?" And everyone's like, "I don't know." They just told her to, and she kind of gets like 
led through these darkened halls to the hangar where Ariel is with like the cockpit open and like li- light the, the gamer lights are on on the inside. Maybe they were like trying to like Metal Gear Solid Sledge sneak around to try to like find the shuttle that Mirene was going to be on. So oh, they- oh no! I mean, we we, we see Prospera. Prospera sets this up. Like Pro- Prospera wants her to. Yeah. She, she she wants her there, but she makes it there. She makes it to Ariel, and she she kind of you know gets inside and starts again. It's her own little confessional booth here. She's talking about how she doesn't believe. She can move forward in game two anymore. And now she's just kind of like floating in. Hmm? It's like, um, like, that's what I, like, I thought that she was going to, like, try to, like, find the shuttle before Mirene leaves so they could sneak Oh, well. Like, that I mean, honestly, you, you put Ariel in front of her and she just forgets everything she was doing. That would have been what? You just put you just put Ariel in front of Solita, and she forgets everything that she was going to be doing before anyway. Yeah, it's like, and, like, trying to, like, sneak on the shuttle that Mirene is on. So like you can go and talk to her. That would actually be a good plan, but everybody in the show seems to have forgotten about good plans. Really? Uh, and, and as she's chilling in, in Ariel, Ariel hits permit six and Sulita gets kind of like sucked into it. And she visualizes the hangar where Lola Frith was. This is way back when, because Little baby Aerie appears in front of her for the very first time, saying, "This is this is year one fifty four. It's like a while back. I forget when like, Witch takes her, place. Like, Twenty one. Like I don't remember what like the Ad Stella timeline is. Like in um in like first Gundam, they were always saying like in the year 0079 of the Universal Century, and they were like." constantly talking about that what year it was yes yeah. well, it, it so it's i must have written this down wrong because she says 154 but the show takes place in 122 so this this is a while back this is probably like 110 something but yeah, uh, and it's she, like, she, she, i actually think that airy as she is being seen here looks older than what airy looked like in the in the prologue because Aerie, no, she is she is like she looks like she could be in like elementary school now yeah no she she's definitely older i mean this is this isn't vanadis this is somewhere else it's it definitely time had passed between the, the incident i mean what, it was like what fucking 21 years ago i don't i don't know how exactly the timeline matches up like she but looked- we, like, she looks older. Maybe this is, like, what the hanger on Mercury looked like. That That's what... No, yeah, that, that's definitely what this is supposed to yeah. be. Because we, we get a little flash. As Ares lore dumping at Suleta, we do get a moment of, like, when the original Ares died, quote-unquote. He looked, like, a lot older than what she was in... Yeah, no. It, it definitely was a couple years after the prologue. What's her name? What's the... What was Prospera's name before... Elric? Elnora? Elnora! She still has, like, her red Elnora hair, and she is, Yeah, she like, doesn't have the mullet. Holding, like, she still has a mullet, it's just a different type of mullet, it's a lot shorter, and it's red, not brown. And she is a holding, she is holding Ares' dead body, like the fuck, like she is, like, the fucking Virgin Mary, and this is the fucking Pieta. Yeah, like, it's, again, Aerie died and got somehow slurped into the permit. 
And that's what caused all of this. And it turns out the people with the clone theories were partially right. Airy was the original, but Soletta's a clone. All of the other gun bits are fucking clones, too. What the <laughs> fuck? And it's like, wait, did she, like, did, like, um, did, like, prosper, uh, did she, like, make a bunch of, like, what happened to all the other clones? Like, did she just, like, kill them so she could have, like, a spirit in there or something? I think so. And I think that's like, the implication. Um, and it's like, um, Soletta is the only one that was allowed to grow up. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they say they needed a key. Soletta's the key. They don't need her anymore. But they needed someone to actually pilot it. But I, I think when it, whenever, because Soleta would always talk about everyone. And there was that moment when she fought Alon 4 and he saw all the little dancing children. I think that you have like Ares actual, like the original Ares who's kind of inside the permit. And then you have the other Repli clones, the Repli children, whatever she calls it. Each one of those is like a gunned bit, I believe. And then you have Suleta, who was just a clone that was allowed to grow up and pilot the suit. <laughs> It's like that Cree, it's like very Evangelion. Very a little bit. A little bit. Ray, I if know. you rearrange the letters in Aerie, it spells Ray! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is talking about that because I guess it's kind of like considered like passe to talk about Evangelion in the Mecha fandom anymore. Well, I don't, I don't know about all that. It's fine. I like it. But yeah, it's it 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 is a very Evangelion like reveal, and yeah, it, it, it kind of culminates with Aerie just kicking Suleta out of the Gundam, and she's just like yeah. floating in space. Yeah, and it's like um, they were like talking about like Suleta, like I'm not sure if it was like an Aerie memory or a Suleta memory about like mom giving her a. Like some like she ended up like playing a video game and she got mad that she lost a video game and like she ended up crying and mom gave her like some candy and some hot cocoa to make her stop crying. And that's like maybe that's an airy memory because that actually seems like um mom loved her and then she went No, that 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 was Suleta because Aerie says, like, you held the cocoa up to me to, like, because, like, some, some cooling thing was broken yeah, or some heating like, thing was broken. So she, yeah. like, held the, the, the mug up to the frame of the cockpit. That was Suleta doing it to Aerie. But, like, I guess over time, as as Suleta grew up and, I guess, showed aptitude at piloting, Prosper was just like, all right, I'll let this one live, I guess. And it's, like, she just, like, I remember hearing it's, like, um, even though it was, like, she was there for her sometimes like prospera would just be like going off to other places on mercury and wherever she'd just be fucking off to there and um like selena would just always be like waiting for her mom to come back before this happened and this is like during this show it is like this is also like probably the most consistent attention that Soleta has gotten from her mother in her entire life. Yeah. Like, up. Prospera wasn't like constantly there, like tinkering around, like all mad science y to like brainwash her. Like, again, I said that like some of this, it seems like I don't think that move forward is like a sleeper agent activation phrase or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think that this it's is. Just, it's just conditioning. Like, I was actually going to say, this is just normal abuse that, like, people can do right now without gun technology. Yeah, I was going to say, it, yeah, it's, it's, it, 
it's 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 just conditioning. It's just you say that shit and you you abuse and it's fucked up. Orsaletta yeah. yeah. sent to fucking float in the space and say, "Hey, I'm doing this for your own good, but I'm also taking everything away from you." But try and find happiness, I guess. Goodbye. Like Bye. Jesus Christ. Like go back to school. Like um, you have a. Like, I don't know, you have, like, a Gundam technology test or whatever, like, ah! Yeah, yeah, Julia, you have an exam tomorrow, go study for it. And, like, we we get a little, a a very quick blip of Prospera almost still being a little concerned for Suleta, because when when Prospera comes and says, yeah, it's all true, Uh, you're, you're a clone and I don't need you anymore, go back to school. Like, she gets in the cockpit and she even, like, asks Ares, she's like, hey, are you sure we can't bring her with us? And and then Aerie kind of like blink blonks in her head and she says, Yeah, you're right. Like she needs to find happiness without this. Like, can like like Prospera can see the creepy children of the cavern gun bit babies. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's a good like, question. Like I'm not sure but like I know that like that mask maybe gives her like the opinion to like know the yeah. is there, but I have no idea like just how much communication they have because it kind of seems like maybe like they don't like talk talk really. And it's just like Aries also being neglected by her mother just to keep her like an eight year old forever. Right. Yeah. I mean, Aries quote unquote free, but she still is very much just like kind of a soul untethered. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how the show tackles oh, this moving forward. It's like that's, that's the episode though. Just like a little glimpse of like Mirene in the shuttle, just like looking out into space and it's like, was this really the right decision for me to make? Like I think she might have some regrets, but mm, some. I think she has. Like, I mean, like some can be ambiguous, but she's just like looking out the window. It's like, huh, a meteor, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like Soleta got dumped. Like, I don't know. Like, I have to like talk to people who have watched like a lot more Mecca. But like, has anybody ever gotten dumped by their own Mac? Yeah, dumped. Shoved out into space unceremoniously. And then it's like we get that full body chills ending music, and it's like Mirene. It's like Mirene Cool Eye 2. Like, pretty sad. It's like, I mean, like everybody is talking about, like, oh, Mirene is going to lose an eye, and it's like, same dude who made Code Geass, like, I actually am like kind of like please do this. I have no idea how just how what your exact feelings are, but like this would be so great, Mr. Okuchi. And then mm. next episode is called "Not the Best Way." It sure does sum up how everybody. Yeah, sure. It's so fucking true, bestie. <laughs> Jesus. It's like so like you like you you know this, Mr. Okuchi. Like I am on to you. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be for it, next week. I'm on to you like the space cops are on to Belmaria. Yeah. That'll just about do it for us as we start to wrap this episode up. Went a little long. Had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Pro- probably will next week, too. Any, like, Gunpla updates? 
Yeah, building the Master Grade Zeta for Ka fucking kicks ass. Yeah, like, um, I got a... I ended up getting, for my birthday, I got, like, some birthday gunpla. Did you get any birthday gunpla? Uh, no, but I bought the Zeta, probably, like, as a present to myself, so yeah. kind of. Like, I got the Death Scythe, and I also got the Dynamis, and it's like, I now finally have my Gundam Wing and my Gundam Double Low collection done. I have also had a real grade God Gundam and a master grade turn A Gundam just laying around. But like lately, like for the past month, I've just been like too depressed to go and like pick them up and build them. And I want to like, I am like the master grade God Gundam does kind of. I mean, not the Master Grade, the real Grey God Gundam does intimidate me, but, like, I am going, like, I've, I have done, like, two Master Grades in the past, but, like, I've never done a real Grade before. I've also done a couple of SDs. Mm-hmm. I also, yeah, it's, you're gonna have some, like, little fiddly parts. It shouldn't be too crazy. Yeah, though. like, I also got, for my birthday, I got, like, two of those, like, other weird SDs. They're, like, more like little SD Gundam figures than like Gundam than like Gunpla. I have no idea what they are called, but I got mm. one of the like I don't remember what they are called, but I got one of the new Gundam, and I also got one of the Gundam Mark II in the Titans colors for my birthday from my mom. Nice, fuck yeah, yeah. Titans colors. Um, and what else is there on the docket? Um, what is your robot of the week? Oh, my robot of the week. So I've been playing a little game called Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, pretty good game. Fucking kicks ass. There's a lot of funky little robots in there. They're called, they're, they're constructs and there's different ones. There's steward constructs and there's, uh, soldier constructs and there's other constructs that are kind of spoilery, but... They're these just fucking cool Rayman-ass robots that that, that uh, their limbs are kind of held together by a stream of electricity, so they just are, are kind of floating Lego people almost. Uh, they're cool. Yeah. Uh, it's time for plugs. Phoenix, where can we find you on the internet? I decided that, you know what, I want all my, like, links in the same place, and I'm going to make a Neo Cities website, so you can find me and find everything, my Tumblr, my Twitter, all of this, my heart, my whatever. Like, I don't remember the whole G Gundam bit. Like, you can find it all at DankKushranada at GeoCities. You can find it at DankKushranada.neocities.net. All of those little space colonies in G Gundam are the NeoCities. Fuck yeah. For me... You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. On Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. I don't have a NeoCities. Those are the only places you can find me. Uh, you can listen to my other shows. One is Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. We just finished up our yearly Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament, the Cup of Greed. So now we're going back into regular 5Ds episodes. We're on the second arc now. Uh, Dark Signers. Fucking spiders are there. Kicks ass. Listen to Slappers Only, my video game music showdown podcast. You can listen to Nevermind the Trollocs, a podcast I did and will do again about uh, the Wheel of Time Amazon series. It's coming back, I think, 
September this year. I always so, get that as never mind the troll OCs. <laughs> you are not the first to make that joke. Uh, this podcast is on Twitter at WowCoolPodcast. Discord links are in the Twitter header and episode descriptions. This show is on the Noise Space Network. Go to noisespace.xyz to find this, all my other shows, many, many more. 2023, I've been saying it, folks. It's the year of the podcast. And to close, as we always say, war is bad. Let's go, lesbians, gun witch, money gang. We love casting spells. 